Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Where did the hi-fi enthusiast go? It's hard to not buy a 4K or soon 8K television or monitor, a trend that's not unnoticed by content developers. Yet personal audio reproduction lags behind. That might be changing. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Do you know what group is responsible for the amazing video experiences you have on your new phone, on your TV, or on your monitor? Yeah, it's not filmmakers. <laughs> not photographers. <laughs> yeah, they had an influence, but not the biggest influence. No, the biggest influence in that crisp, amazing video quality? Gamers. I know, I know, people who are hardcore, just fans of video games, which are a lot of people. So it stands to reason in my crazy head up here that instead of the music labels or the musicians leading the charge in high quality audio reproduction, things that go into our ears from the buds or the phones we are wearing, what if that's a charge that's being led by podcasters? Hmm. Three trends I want to talk about today, which lead me to believe that there might be, finally, some movements in the high fidelity back to audio like it was in the 70s. No, not like it was in the 70s. Much different than that. Again, three different trends. Trend number one, smart listening devices. I don't mean smart speakers. Well, I don't only mean smart speakers. I mean up until now, the devices that we would plug into whatever to give us sound in our ears, our headphones, our earbuds, have been dumb devices. They're just speakers. And they're well-crafted, and they've done some interesting things the engineers have done with the acoustical resonance that they can with those to reproduce the highest sound, but they've not been very smart. They're super smart now. If you bought a new pa a pair of AirPods Pro, the Apple product, there's a chip actually two chips, <laughs> one in each of these devices. Has to be because it's all wireless, but also that chipset, we've seen what happens when we have new chipsets that are just designed to do certain things. I'm thinking of NVIDIA, the company that really was at the forefront of making high-quality graphics processing units, GPUs, which is what's led to the amazing experiences we have today. The chips we have in earbuds right now, like AirPods Pro, or all of the other competitors that are out there to that, they're not that big today, but they got to start somewhere. Imagine how big the chipset's going to be in Apple's new over-the-ear model of AirPods that are rumored to bring out sometime this year. Once you've got a central audio processing unit, APU, I don't know, you can do a whole lot more with that. Look, the devices we have in our cars and also the smart speakers we have, they're all getting better at reproducing sound 
that's suited to the environment we're in. I know that you and I probably don't listen to podcasts a lot on our smart speakers, but as I said recently, a lot of people do. And as they get better at reproducing sound, not just 5.1, boom, thump, 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 none of that, not, not necessarily that, but just good reproduction, people will listen more. We listen more in our car when our car is smart enough system to automatically balance out the level so that we get more of presence of the speaker in our stereo, in our, in our car stereo, if you will, that kind of goes over the top of the road noise. So one, smart listening devices. Two, encroachment into our space by streaming audio. Yeah, streaming audio continues to drive most listening behaviors, right? So encroach was probably the wrong word I used there. But if you think of that in conjunction with number one, with better listening devices like smarter earbuds and smarter headphones, now with these streaming audio platforms competing, I'm talking Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, Apple, you name it, better quality of the stream is a differentiating factor. And as these companies develop new compression algorithms, not to scare you, they might be able to push down a higher quality file so that we have better listening experience with much less bandwidth, which is a big concern today. You know, I haven't run the math on this, but just listening to some of Spotify's new shows with music, you know, the thing that there, there are podcasts and they are not calling podcasts specifically, I think that some of the songs that play in those actually sound better to me, a higher fidelity than when I go listen to that very same album on Spotify. Isn't that weird? Now, might just be me projecting what I want. I'm not saying that's true, but it sure seems that way. Third track, third thing to track, third trend to track, binaural and spatial audio. Now, this is a recording process by which you capture a much more rich sound than just stereo just panning left to right, but a binaural audio experience, which makes it the way that your ears actually heard it, those sound really cool when you listen to binaural recorded podcasts. And now spatial audio, that it lets audio to be placed in front of and behind and up and down. Some pretty cool things are happening. You're not going to get the full experience out of those with a pair of cheap wired earbuds that plug into your phone. It'll still sound okay. You'll get you'll get it. But you the full experience is going to be when someone is listening with the real high quality set of headphones or earbuds. Just like you can play a video game on your crappy monitor, it's going to look a whole lot better when you play it on an 8K monitor. Same thing for these experiences that are being developed by audio creators right now that just need a better reproduction system, which sounds weirdly sexual, than we have today, or a lot of us have today. So this is coming. If you look at the trends, high fidelity is probably going to come. We're going to see more people demanding higher quality because now the things that they plug into their ears can actually reproduce a much higher quality of sound. Some things you can do working podcaster to get ready for this coming trend. Number one, save your build and your project files. And I hope you've been doing that from day one. I hope you can go back and see the actual uncompressed audio, the whatever you're using, whatever DAW it is, you can actually access your content so that if you need to, you don't have to, but if you need to, you can quickly-ish go through and export those at a much higher quality level if that's what's coming. Second thing you can do, probably the most important thing you can do, if you're not making good quality right now, upgrade. We can't afford to accept mediocre sound. 
I get if you're using cheap equipment because you have to use cheap equipment, fine. Find a way to make it not sound like you're using cheap equipment. Find a way to where you're getting a good quality captured audio at the source that you're producing. And the third thing you can do, stop exporting your files in mono. Stop right now. Mono is never going to be a thing that anybody wants. As we continue to go towards hi-fi, people are going to want those immersive experiences in binaural and spatial audio. Fine. Stereo is a step down from those two things, but mono? There's no point. Stop exporting your files in mono right now. Hi-fi is coming to podcasting. I think watching these trends will help us identify when that's going to be. Now, Next week is November, and that's the beginning of Evo's long winter's nap, where I am taking off all of November, all of December. I'll be back in the first part of January with new content. However, if you're a working podcaster and you would like to, you have your own pontification you want to get out, get in touch with me. I'm sure we can find a way to get it out on this channel to the billions or few hundred people who listen to the program. Just send me an email, evo at simpler.media. If you love the content I'm producing and you really want me to come back, I'm coming back. Uh, <laughs> go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra where you can put your money, a couple of bucks, where your mouth is and, uh, and help me out. I would appreciate that. And then finally, tell another working podcaster about podcast pontifications. The only way this show grows is when podcasters like you tell podcasters like your friends about podcast pontifications. That's it. See you tomorrow for another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org 
provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.